0: The late eighties. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the podcast Pat Trek. My continuing mission to introduce my friend Patrick to the best show that ever ran on television. And to boldly go where millions of white guys with glasses have gone before.
1: Welcome to Pat Trek. This is the show where my friend, Pat O'Rourke, tells me, Patrick Winnegar about his favorite show, Star Trek The Next Generation, which I have never seen.
0: Right. Uh, I have seen every episode multiple times. I'm a huge fan of it. Uh, I am so excited to talk about this episode because
1: recently we had to talk about Code of Honor. Yeah. And that
0: was a struggle for Talked me. Talked about Code of
1: Honor in the last episode, and it was a terrible one.
0: That is not a good episode. Uh, episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. But this episode, The Last Outpost, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty
1: good. Yeah. I had a good time watching it. Uh, We also got a guest here, uh, my friend Chris Geiger. Hello. Hello. Hey, Chris. Can you talk a little on that mic a little bit Yeah, hello.
0: Yeah, there we go. All right. And Chris, uh, on a rating of one to ten, how big of a Star Trek fan are
2: you? Uh, I think I would be a like a, maybe a six or seven.
0: Mm. I'm more of a Star Wars fan than I'm a Star Trek fan. Yeah, Same Oof. here. Yeah. Same here. I just yeah. shuddered, although uh, I yeah. love Star Wars and I'm actually a big fan as well. <laughs> but you know, that seems to be an ongoing debate. Sure.
1: Yeah. I don't know why. I think it's they both just have star in yeah. the name. They're completely different Shows and franchises and stuff. You can like both. It's yeah. fine, guys. Yeah, you I don't agree. have to it's argue.
2: Cool. It's cool, man. It's yeah. like you could be a fan of Sega, Nintendo, right? right? Yeah. yeah, man. Just
1: totally, chill out. You don't have to make all that fan art of yeah. like Sonic impaling Mario. Yeah, man. Stop doing that. Yeah, That's stop weird. Put it
2: down. Yeah, you don't need to put Kirk fighting Luke.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know? They live. Yeah, but
0: who would win? <laughs> Probably Luke. Luke, <laughs> Probably Luke. <laughs> he does have wizard powers. He's got
1: wizard powers and a right. sword that. This This podcast
0: is not called Pat Wars. Okay. Oh, man, if it was, though, what (laughs) a day. What a day this would be for me.
1: (laughs) All right. Uh, So, the last outpost. Yep. When did this episode air? So, this came out on October 19th, 1987. This is Patrick's Log. It's the part where we talk about what happened in the news that week, so you know what we're dealing with. Yep. So, highlights from the week of October 19th, 1987, President Reagan remember President Reagan, (laughs) summoned congressional leaders to the White House for a briefing hours after he had declared that he had decided how to respond to the Iranian missile attack on an American-registered ship off Kuwait. So we were at war in the Persian Gulf. It was very... Or we were dealing with rough situations with Iran and the Persian Gulf. So sure. nothing has changed. No, it's still mm.
0: having conflict. Yeah, first outpost.
1: <laughs> first, yeah. The original outpost. Yeah. 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 Uh, the stock market spectacular drop last week has left many investors seeking ways to hedge their bets and financial experts seeking new policies to solve the problems that led to the plunge. Yeah. there's a huge stock market tr- uh, crash in 1987. So oh, wow. So this had just happened. Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, wasn't the 80s in a depression for a big chunk of the yeah, 80s? Yeah.
1: And I think a lot of it was after, I think it was like in the early 80s and then like there's a huge crash in 87 or like a mini crash basically. Okay. So that had just happened. Got it. And a major cut in taxes on capital gains proposed by Vice President Bush has provided 1988 <laughs> Democratic presidential candidates with powerful ammunition. Some Republican candidates may attack the proposal as well. Hmm. Do you remember wow. when Republicans said that not taxing that taxing capital gains might be a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> or at least some. Oh, God. So yeah. Vice President Bush Do they pre- exist anymore? President No. Uh I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Vice President Bush, President Reagan, uh, trouble in the Persian Gulf, and stock market crash. So. All
0: right. So that's what was happening on the date that this episode... On the
1: very day that this episode came out. Yep. Yeah. The last outpost came out.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, there's something uh, something major to note here. Okay. And that is the Ferengi. This mm-hmm. is the very first time we get to meet the Ferengi, and we also get to see Armin Shimmerman right. play a Ferengi, who he later... Is known as Quark in Deep Space Nine, and he does an amazing job in this role. He's probably a pivotal pivotal character in Deep Space Nine. Chris, did you ever watch Deep Space Nine? Yeah, I did. Yeah,
2: I I think Quark is kind of like. And Armin Shimmerman, he's he's like the iconic Ferengi. Yeah. You know. Well he's, he's one of the originals,
0: yeah. even.
1: I never realized that until right. doing some research for this episode. Right. Yeah. They don't call anybody Quark on this particular show. No, so I guess he's playing another Ferengi. He is. I looked it up while I was watching it. Oh, okay. he,
2: he's playing a, specifically a different Ferengi, but uh, they have no relation. God, that would to be the memory. Be alpha how cool wiki. would that be <laughs> if it was Quark?
1: <laughs> no That would yeah. have been really the if it if it 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 timeline, I don't yeah. know. It could have worked. Yeah, because Worf was in deep space now. Right? Nine, yeah. yeah,
0: in the very first episode of yeah. Deep Space Nine, Captain Picard stops by. Like, the
1: Enterprise yeah. is there. And okay. that's how they kind of did the they, transition. Yeah, they did
2: kind of like a weird baton half pass.
1: Yeah, right? exactly. And yeah. back. And Captain Picard's a real jerk in he that is episode. Kind of, too. Yeah. He probably comes off as a jerk to a lot of other people in the <laughs> Federation. sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's written as like supposed to be super standoffish and yeah. doesn't like kids. He's a captain, so he's probably kind kinda of has a stick up his ass. I
0: love how you bring up that Captain Picard doesn't love kids because yeah. that's a big part that's, of this episode. There's yeah. more of that Wesley Crusher love going on. Yeah. yeah.
2: And and it's kind of like part of like Picard's arc over the entire next generation. Yeah. Remember franchise. the one where the
0: everyone turns into kids? Yeah. yeah. Oh dear. What oh
2: that- yeah? <laughs> You'll they got a Star later. Trek
1: Muppet Babies, basically <laughs> one episode. One, Jesus yeah. Christ! One episode in the future, <laughs> God damn it!
2: His his relation with kids is God
0: like a big damn thing. It, for it him. is. Yeah. Then they stick to that longer than then they stick to this French thing that
1: they're on right now. Wait, oh, they no. stick to them being turned into kids? No, longer? no, oh. no, no, no. Picard. <laughs> oh, and okay. his Issue with children is, oh, a, is a running okay. theme. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, that's fine. I mean, that's that's a normal human thing for some people right he's, so. he's child free man he's child free yeah. god <laughs> super child free. oh my god yeah uh hey,
0: well should we get into it should we get into what happened in this episode
1: yeah let's do it all right so we start off the enterprise is going out to intercept a stolen energy converter i'm not, i'm it's never really explained what this is they got to get the macguffin the macguffin is out in space <laughs> the ferengi took it they got to go get it from the Ferengi. But the interesting thing is no one in the Federation has ever talked to these guys before. They just know that they stole this really important piece. Right.
0: And so all we know are about the rumors about Mm -hmm. the Ferengi. Yeah. Uh, So nothing has been confirmed.
1: Yeah. So they see the ship, and they're like, well, I guess that's what their ships look like. And they try to approach it, and they get fired on. Enterprise doesn't return fire, but then they start to get, like, dragged into a tractor beam or something. Like, the ship stops, and all their energy starts to shut down. They have no idea what to do. Uh, so they just start talking about the Ferengi instead. Like Data's like, "Oh, well, what we know about them is that like their society is based on the worst aspects of capitalism, and they're like greedy, sneaky assholes." And was it Yankee? He Yankee says they're traders. like Yankee, Yankee traders, the Yankee traders of old. And yeah. I have never been happier to hear someone say the phrase "Yankee traders." Instead of like any other ethnic group that they could stick this <laughs> to. Cause I had heard about the it's just like, please don't be anti Semitic. Yeah. Oh my uh, God. They were,
2: they, they like pushed it and then I think they feel, they felt like they had yeah, to push the like, Yankee trader thing right, like a like, little hard. Right. Mm-hmm. They're like,
1: this could look bad. Right did we learn from Code of Honor? <laughs> and I think they did, because it didn't come off like a stereotype right. to me. They still haven't learned about their sexism, but they no, definitely no, learned but about the, the, racism. The Ferengi are supposed to be like also sexist as well. Uh, yeah. We learn about that later. Later, yeah. yeah. So uh, Riker's just like, oh, Yankee traitors, like my forebears. Like I guess we're supposed to be in, interested in the fact that Riker is a wasp. I, I have no idea mm-hmm. why we needed to know this. Uh, and then they start... like talking about how, like, all right, well, so how do we deal with this? Uh, let's send a message to the Ferengi, tell them to give our shit back, and then they also let's gun the warp engines at them, and maybe that'll work. Well, it's just,
0: I didn't yeah. really understand what this I didn't understand. Was, this was it to, to go forward and then backwards really fast? So I think fast? it was
2: kind of like they were trying to, like, kick the engine, like, hit the afterburners, like, catch it off guard or something. Like, like if you get stuck in a ditch, you know, you yeah, want to, like, yeah. back it up just a little bit and then gun it, you know, maybe, like, right. rock it back and forth a little bit. Right, because you, have your, th- like you have your
0: three different engines, right? right. There's yeah. thrusters, and impulse, impulse, and, and warp, warp. Right, And they were going off thruster power,
1: weren't they? Yeah, because the energy was getting shut down. Right, Yeah,
2: they weren't even on it. In- they were going to go into impulse power and then, then warp kick nine. it into warp nine. nine which which but is they like couldn't get that point. right? Yeah they, yeah, they just... They couldn't do it.
1: Oh, and there's uh, something that I missed here. <laughs> so, Picard says, or Data says something like, yes, but I doubt these Yankee traders are... Wearing red, white, and blue like Uncle oh, Sam yeah, or something. Yeah, Warf is like Uncle Sam, oh, yeah. and then they Worf start talking about flags for like <laughs> five minutes. I wrote,
2: I actually wrote flag convo in my notes Yeah I, it was yeah. super odd. It, it was, was very like, weird. It, and like Picard has that wistful moment yeah. looking out, where he's like, "And the French had it in the correct." Uh, blue white and red yeah. what is that about <laughs>
0: Picard's
1: from france that has been well established not, yeah but point. he has a british accent <laughs> right. apparently french uh, french is a dead language right. we learned that in the last episode even though we see his uh, no, grandmother it's dead, speaking french to him not dead obscure why right. was it obscure?
0: <laughs> Isn't that what they say, though? Yeah. Yeah, it's not dead. It's right. just not very common. Oh. We live in an era of communicator badges, yeah, Patrick. okay,
1: fine, fine. Yeah. I accept that. But then they start talking about flags. My favorite part is when Data just, like, lists all the flags that he yeah. knows. Because someone got him started. He's like, and the Italian is this, and a, the German is this. I'm going to be
2: super honest. Data is freaking annoying in yeah, this episode. Well, Picard, he's super annoying in Picard just in this shuts
0: episode. him off. He's like, Data, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm trying to think about France
2: over he's here. He's having weird asides all over this freaking episode. And Brent Spiner,
0: I still want you on this podcast. No, he, you did he did great. He did great.
2: He's a good actor throughout the series. I think Data's... He's He's supposed to be irritating. He's supposed to be kind of irritating.
1: He's trying to figure out like idioms and stuff like that, and he's trying it out just, you know, in normal conversation to see how it works. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't all the time.
2: They're always having like, he's having like a lot of little asides during big conversations.
0: Yeah. It is like he's having a hard time paying attention to what's important in It's really
2: weird because it's very unlike data for the rest of the series. Yeah. Well,
0: and I've said this before season one data is a lot different than the data we right. grow to love. Right. Yeah. I think every character is a lot different. What I did one. know,
2: it's kind of like about the warp nine thing was that that was an idea that Jordy had. And it was like the first instance I feel like in, in the Star Trek series where Jordy kind of acts like Jordy, Yeah. Like mm-hmm. How he's going to act like where he's like figuring out an engineering problem and he's like rubbing someone on the shoulders a little too long. Yeah. <laughs> and like,
0: you know, That's, like, <laughs> yeah. That, we
1: talked about that on, on the last episode, how like, I'm glad that Jordy is finally being given something to do besides I can't see. Right. Because, like, there's more to his character. Yeah. You know, like, he's an engineer. He's super nerdy and kind of socially awkward. Yeah. That's why he's friends with Data, because they have similar situations. And... You know, I'm just glad to see little notes of that. Yeah, happenin- it's true.
0: And seeing him down in engineering, it's he's in his element. He is in yeah. his and element f- already in season one, right? And yeah. that's
2: like where you get used to seeing him for the rest of the series, right? Yeah. It's yeah. where he belongs. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense. It's so weird seeing him behind the front console. Well,
0: yeah. and those people in, in the front console are so replaceable, with the exception of Data. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody else gets swapped in and out so yeah. often. They right? put
1: a literal child in there. <laughs> <laughs> they put Wesley. They're like Wesley, man the controls of this like space battleship for. A little while. It's not weird that you're 12. And Don't when, worry. And
0: when you're not, you can trade off with Worf right. and Jordy. Yeah. yeah. Who Worf has two lines in this episode. Yeah.
1: I'm a warrior, so I- fight me and <laughs> right. uh, so Uncle be- Sam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Worf oh has no character so far in this show, it's kind of.
0: I would like to see more about this guy. So as we talk about Worf, I think this is a good time to talk about the intention of the Ferengi. Now right. they were supposed to replace the Romulans and the Klingons from the original series. Oh, so, it's like the big bad. Yeah. Guy? The Ferengi's were supposed mm-hmm. to be the people the the race we fear uh, throughout the entire
1: arc Okay, of so we'll get into this later, but I do not fear these guys at all. Uh, I think that's a, the big problem with this episode.
0: The general public agreed mm-hmm. with you, okay. and uh, spoil, spoiler alert, but they do not end up being the yeah. main bad guy. But when we're introduced to them here, the expectation is they're going to be an ongoing villain. Right, okay. they,
2: they play up the, their technology and
1: everything in this episode really hard. Right, yeah. how
0: we're evenly matched, but they're better in certain areas right. than we are. Yeah, yeah, they have
1: a specific conversation about right. that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Troy, at this point, uh, so they're just you know talking about flags and shit and uh, trying out to this plan to I don't know what they were trying to do with the warp drives mm-hmm. I I don't know I watched it twice I couldn't really figure out what Picard's plan was yeah i'm gonna, gonna gun the engines at him basically
2: I, I, I feel like they're in it's like being in a ditch you yep. rock it back i guess so see if it works you know so it's <laughs> like <laughs> getting out of a ditch but in space it's, yeah, yeah it's like, it's like space,
1: space, space ditch, ditch. Yeah. space <laughs> ditch so they're, they're trying to get out of the space <laughs> ditch and then troy's like hey guys uh we didn't even talk about the planet there could be something going on on the planet causing this all right and they forget about it for a little bit. Uh, the crew realizes that they're fucked. Picard is like, well, let's negotiate with the Ferengi. He really doesn't want to do it, but he's like, we're going to have to agree to their terms. He's convinced the Ferengi are doing this. And, you know, we are too, as the audience. We're like, yeah, they must have shut their power down with some secret weapon that we don't know they have. So this Ferengi guy is like, uh, nope, we're not going to surrender. We don't agree to your terms. And Picard's like, wait, no, we were going to surrender to you. What's going on? And it turns out the Ferengi are just as confused as the crew on the Enterprise. Uh, Eventually, they uh, send a probe down to the planet to see what's going on. Mm. And uh, it comes back with results. They're talking about it in, I guess, the captain's office or something. Data is playing with a Chinese finger trap for some reason. And he reveals that the planet is a ruined outpost of this thing called the Takan Empire. So it's ancient superpower. It doesn't exist anymore. And he says this as he's like getting his fingers caught in a Chinese. Finger so trap. I'm going to spend a minute here yeah. talking yeah. about this finger trap. Because, what is the deal here?
0: Well, because why doesn't Data break it? Right. We know Data has the strength he's super to break strong. it. Super strong. So I think this is a really telling character moment about Data and his uh, him trying to become more and more human because a human theoretically, wouldn't have the strength to break it. Right. So he wants to figure it out like a human would. Right. So I think that this is actually, although kind of laughable, is a very important moment in Data's character development. That's
2: really interesting. I mean, because I wrote down that also, yeah, Data could just destroy that finger trap. So it's kind of like, it's weird, but that's a way cool way of looking at it. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, he's trying to be human. He's trying to figure out a human way of... Trying to get out of this puzzle. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And maybe he just likes puzzles. He probably does. He must love puzzles. I I love puzzles.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) The...
2: I don't understand how he couldn't figure it out immediately. Like, it didn't seem like that was that... It doesn't seem like it's that hard of a logic puzzle. No. He (laughs) he solves, like, way more complicated physics problems. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I think the other
1: thing is that, like, it's probably, like, a metaphor for some shit that wasn't clearly explained in the episode, because I don't know what because this episode is about cooperation right. between the Ferengi, who are not trustworthy, and these people. Right. What does that have to do with the finger trap? Well, I guess you could look at it like,
2: yeah, like the the Ferengi and the and the uh, the, the Federation kind of have to come together in the middle to get out of their predicament. Well, that's Whoa! only if like if they keep the more they. That's pull only apart, if, the, the tighter it gets.
1: Yeah, but, that, you know. Yeah, you're talking about the same person trying to get. Two, two of their own fingers out of the trap well, I mean, that's that, not two
2: different the and the the federation are a lot more similar than oh you think oh my god <laughs> i think it, chris you're on to something that's i think that's, I really, I think that's real a stretch, stretch. Yeah. <laughs> anyway I, I really love how like they they kind of bring up your picard thing like they have that brief moment where the kids those kids are playing in the uh, yeah, and Riker's room. like, and boys Riker's like, will be boys. Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Boys will be boys. Yeah. Like <laughs> to Picard, like Picard's gonna lose his shit in this moment. Like, right, that the kids are gonna be in there.
0: Well, because Commander Riker in the very first episode is asked by Picard to help him around uh, children. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. I forgot mm-hmm. about that.
1: Uh but yeah, anyway, while this is happening, uh, Data's got his, you know, his fingers stuck in the in the finger trap. They find out that there's like a force field coming from the planet. So, that's probably what is causing the power outage. And it's not just happening to the Enterprise, it's happening to the Ferengi ship as well. So, Picard is going to assemble a team. It eventually becomes Riker, Yar, Data, Worf, and Jordy to go down to the planet along with a Ferengi group to cooperate and figure out what's going on to both of their ships. So, they go to the Ferengi with this plan. And the Ferengi show up on the view screen. It's distorted, it looks weird. They throw insults at Picard. But very reluctantly agree to send a team along to find out what's going on. And people on the bridge are like, I don't know about this. These guys are jerks. They keep talking about how like hideous the humans are. It's actually kinda of funny. Yeah. yeah. They're like, Oh, you have <laughs> disgusting aliens. Yeah, that's a
2: running theme of the Ferengi of how disgusting they find humans, especially yeah, yeah. human females, uh, which is kinda of awkward. But I, I I actually kind of like how uh they have to send they send so many people down yeah. to the planet. So yeah. many. Uh
1: Riker, Yard, Data, Wharf, and the and the Ford. It's like the biggest
2: down. away team. Like you it's like your entire senior yeah. staff. Like, it's true. like <laughs> So in case something happens, happens we just <laughs> sent the entire <laughs> bridge crew down to the planet, except for like Wesley, Troy, and the and the captain. Yeah. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah. So they they beam down and we find Riker, and there's this really weird part where Riker's like anybody because he's lost yeah well because that,
0: something crazy something happened weird happened the they, so they didn't
1: beam down to the same yeah. place they're surrounded by like lightning storms and weird crystals he finds data like messing around with the crystals and he this is where we see him okay. starting to use idiom uh mm-hmm. just trying it out and he's just like oh it's nothing to write home about right uh so i you know i thought that was cute yeah,
2: yeah. i i feel like it was sort of foreshadowing about how forgettable Yard is as a character that he didn't even call out her name. Yeah. Gave a shit about her right. not being N- around. Yeah, they they need around to give her else. more to
1: do other right. than just we know that she had a bad childhood. We know that she and is... the, the rape se- gang. Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they keep saying that phrase. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's just so horrifying.
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> rape gang. <game. It's>,
1: yeah. <laughs> they really, really want to make that part of her character. It is part of know. her character. I, which yeah. it is, yeah. And, and even though in the last episode she fell in love with her kidnapper for some reason. She's
0: got yeah. Stockholm syndrome. I oh, yeah. can't God. blame her. Uh, I don't blame her. I blame the writers. writers. I know. She's so <laughs> uneven. We talked about this last episode, but yeah. she's a warrior.
1: Yeah. Like, she's a warrior. She actually does kick ass in this episode. She does. She does. So that's cool. They they eventually find Jordy and he's stuck upside down and these Ferengi dudes show up with like these laser whips that look kind of like the, you know, the snake in a can. Mm-hmm. That's what <laughs> like they look fun like. Fun noodles, they, they do. Are, yeah. Or, or, yeah, they're fun noodles basically yeah. that shoot lightning bolts. Yeah. And they just start attacking everybody for no reason. They've incapac- uh, incapacitated everyone but Riker, who's There's like. reason. Well, they. They think that they've like been attacked or it's something. It's a double
0: cross. Yeah. Because yeah. right? I mean, you can't trust them. They're right. they're Yankee what You're Yankee. Traitors. That's what we call them Yankee candles. And I'm like, that's not, uh, that's not right.
1: yeah, fucking Yankee candles <laughs>
2: shooting their laser whips. Red, white, and blue when it's supposed to be blue, white, and red. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Didn't even get the flag right. Yeah. So Rikers like yelling at these guys.
0: So, and, I did find this moment quite exciting. I was no, I this was, was actually cool. I was into the episode at this point yeah. when they're on the planet. You're not quite sure what the Ferengis are going to do because okay. you you. Rumor has
1: it that they're not trustworthy,
0: but really, no one's interacted. With yeah, them yeah.
1: my only issue with this episode though is that the Ferengi are not intimidating at no, all. No, they they're tiny little goblins. Yeah, they're they just squirrely little dipshits that are just <laughs> running around with these terrible. Weapons that like they could have designed anything, but yeah, that, and, and they and like flip around like yeah. Cubers. They're literally yeah. flaccid. Yeah, yeah. They, they have yeah. these flaccid things trying to shoot laser beams it's just like just give them guns guys right. so i heard armin talking
0: about this first time being a Fringy and how he didn't feel like it's a good representation of them or whatever and he was just saying it's bad acting through and through oh it's yeah. terrible he was trying to do his best version of a villain he was right. like i was just going to be an over-the-top villain the whole time and yeah like, and it just shows it's just bad acting they're just squirming around the whole yeah. time
2: well and i think like armin I think Armin came out okay. I think the guy that was on the view screen, his his commander, right. turned out okay. Yeah. That but was there's good. that. There's like, there's one Ferengi who looks like a total goober. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Who's doing like these weird hands? Yeah. Hand he things. does. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like like spells like, yeah,
0: or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Yeah. He's kind of like a ballerina too. He would yeah. like dance around everybody. Yeah, yeah just like on. just stop yeah.
1: moving. Yeah, it makes it not intimidating because you were five foot five, <laughs> right. and weigh like ninety pounds. Right. So just stay still, sneer, wave your little laser whip thing around. Yeah. Right. Just do that. It is so <laughs> Chill out, dude. It's so
2: weird in, in contrast of Quark, who is very stoic,
0: right? You know, and very like yeah, calculating, t- calculating, yeah. and put
2: together, and everything like that. Because yeah.
0: Quark is almost like. If he if you were on Quark's bad side it'd be a bad place to be right, yeah. like cuz he's smart and he's not that trustworthy really yeah. Uh, so it's like a, it's a true bad guy, yeah. where instead of like a caricature of one. Yeah, if you're on these guys' bad
2: side,
1: you feel like you'd like lose your shoes yeah. at some point, right? You know? <laughs> because <laughs> like, like they're like Riker's yelling at them, and they're like scared of him, right? And, and then lightning happens, and it hurts them. It yeah. doesn't strike them; it just hurts their ears. Yeah. And then Yar shows up. She's got a phaser. She's like, "I'm gonna fuck you up." And, and they this all. This isn't even scary, Riker. Right. This is beardless Riker. This is beardless <laughs> like, Riker. This is handsome Riker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they they're instantly intimidated and subdued. Right.
0: By so, um, Kat in the in periscope is asking "Quark is a bad guy and i wasn't saying that Cork is a bad guy what i'm saying is mm. Quark has tendencies that can be kind of um uh, manipulative he can be an antagonist yeah he's totally. not a bad
2: guy but he can be the antagonist of an episode he can be the protagonist of an episode
0: he's kind of you know. like chaotic neutral yeah, yeah right like I mean. if he were a D character he'd right. be he'd be a chaotic
1: neutral he's character just doing
0: whatever is best for him
1: well right. I, I haven't you know. seen any of this so I'll take your word for it. I guess you better. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's Deep Space Nine, so we
0: can spoil it for you all. All right. all right. Yeah.
1: Well, until we watch all of the episodes of Star Trek and then move on to that. Pat, yeah. Patrick. Deep yeah. Space Nine. Seven, Seven that's years take from you now. <laughs> Jesus. A decade. Right. <laughs> so, uh, this is where we start to see Jordy uses power too because he has his little visor, a uh, visor thing, and he can see like electromagnetic spectrum and stuff and. He's like, oh, yeah, all the power is like going into these crystals. Someone built this. And then this hologram guy shows up. Uh, at first, is like this.
0: Right. And this yeah. is where the episode for me goes from being pretty good yeah. To yeah. Like, just like, wait, what? Super weird, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and there's a guy that he just has old person makeup on i don't know why they didn't just get an elderly actor he's kind of because it looks terrible he looks like a wizard yeah he he looked definitely more like a wizard than the third fringy (laughs) right (laughs) right uh and i I should point out that there's another plot line going on we just see bits and pieces of uh so the power is going out on the ship remember oh Um, right the people are dying of hypothermia no and
2: and i was actually that was the one thing that like kept me like weirdly captivated was that like while they're having this weird interaction on the planet with like this weird old dude and these creepy ballerina Ferengi, yep. they're dying. Yeah. Like they're on the ship. It's dying. negative 200 it is, degrees. It is like super dire.
1: And there's a really terrible, like horrifying conversation where uh, Crusher gave Wesley sedatives. Yeah. So he could die in peace. Yes. Right. And Picard is like, he can face his death awake like a man. Right. Yeah. And so then, like, this is what's happening on the ship, so I guess. I so-
0: did, I, oh, go I, I I do want to pause on this for just a second because I think this goes back to the conversation we were having during the last episode about that Beverly-Picard relationship mm-hmm. because that's what Wesley Crusher kind of represents is Picard's uh, loyalty to Beverly Crusher.
1: Right.
0: Uh, right. And so often, like, we were talking about Wesley being on the bridge and he's 12 and the guy doesn't belong on there, but that's yeah. because of Picard's relationship with Beverly. And you get to see a really, really... Great part of that in this episode. Yeah, that's true.
2: And it also is a great episode because Wesley's on sedatives the whole time. So <laughs> <that> was- <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I didn't want to say that because you know
1: his character's about to die. We think. Yeah. We, but man, yeah, yeah, he's on sedatives, so yeah, you don't right. have to deal with him. Yep, it's great. Uh, but meanwhile, down on the planet, uh, this wizard guy shows up. He's got a staff with like a blade on it or something. So I guess it's a spear, and yeah. is saying that he's a guardian of the Takan Empire. I'm not sure if he's a hologram or something, but he's been asleep for hundreds of thousands of years. Right. Data knows like the history of it because it's all been downloaded into his brain. He's like, no, guy, it's the Age of Morgoth or something. He's like, there is no Age of Morgoth. And then they go back and forth for like mm-hmm. a minute about what to con age it is mm-hmm. this will never come up in the episode in, in the series again I'm sure
0: I know they have two moments like that in this yeah. episode where yeah. like the flag thing and then this thing where
1: you're, there's yeah, a lot of just detail like, just, right. I don't care man get to the part where there's a challenge because this guy's yeah. gonna challenge him right and mm-hmm. of course he does the mm-hmm. Ferengi make up a bunch of shit about Riker they say that he's a looter come to like loot all this stuff from this civilization mm-hmm. and the Guardian believes him I guess and he's like well you know you gotta Test yourself uh, to you know say something in your defense. I, I which is weird because they said that he's a looter coming to loot this civilization that fell, but the guardian doesn't believe that it did. Right. right. It's so never,
0: this whole part is super yeah confusing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like he still thinks that the empire exists. He's mm-hmm. never convinced of it, and he just kind of goes along with all of this story. Right.
0: And after that, after the test, he kind of. You know, chums up with everybody, right? And so I just don't understand what the context of this test, like, what was this alien doing on this planet? Yeah,
2: and he's like, he's like a weird
1: psychic too. Like he yeah. can read Picard. Uh, yeah, read he Riker's can read mind. Riker's mind. Well, and that comes back out of nowhere. that that right. Sun Tzu. Yeah, they've yeah. been talking about the Picard and Riker uh, had been talking about Sun Tzu at the beginning of the episode, right? right? And it comes up at this point. Because uh, the Ferengi are like, we will kill this guy in in exchange for you giving us power back on our ship. Riker is like, okay, fine. I'm not doing anything wrong. You can test me, and that he like swings his blade staff thing <laughs> at his head, and he's like, oh, you didn't flinch, yeah. That you pass You must like, be a bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell kind of test is this? That's a test that I had, had in middle school yeah. or <laughs>
0: something. Yeah. It's your friend going, ah, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, cool,
0: man. Cool. You didn't <laughs> yeah. flinch. That's cool.
2: You oh, you like Sun Tzu? Man, we bros. We there. Yeah.
1: That's all that happens. He's just like, oh yeah. Uh so you didn't flinch and I went in your head and you're like, thinking about this Chinese philosopher, so you're yeah. cool, man.
0: You're, you're cool as ice. Yeah. Oh, God.
1: We got to do a podcasting about that movie. <laughs> cool as ice,
0: song, vanilla ice. Okay. Yeah.
1: So the Ferengi are, like, they keep adding weird shit to the accusations, right. and they, you know, the guy's just not buying it. He's like, man, mm-hmm. y'all suck. And they, if my, fa- this is my favorite part, though. They go into the prime directive, and they're, they're listing all the shit that they hate about humans. Mm-hmm. And one of them... Talks about the prime directive where they're not supposed to, like, interfere with the politics of planets that they... That they come across, and he says, "You see, they are demented. Their values are insane. You cannot believe the business opportunities they have destroyed." Right? And he's like, "They wear gold on themselves. Like their badges are made of. Why would you wear gold? You spend gold. Yeah. They put clothes on their women. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> they just attempt a man to take them off." That right. The yeah. Second part of that line. Which yeah. I- yeah. So that's really setting up that like these are weaselly little shits. Yeah. yeah. They're not intimidating. They just suck. Yeah. <laughs> like that's right. it. They're goblins.
0: I yeah. thought there are two uh, uh, very like mystical references going on here. We ha- we literally have Gandalf on the bridge, and then we have goblins trying to take yep. everyone's coins. Yep, yep.
1: That's basically what's happening. So it's not intimidating. They're just goblins. They're yep. mischievous little little shits. Yeah,
2: they're little turds.
1: So uh, the Takan guy is just like, look, all of you are savages, but <laughs> you know, this guy. This guy at least has thoughts, so (laughs) now we're fine. I, I also left out the part where Worf tries to fucking fight the hologram. Yeah. wizard yeah uh, again Worf, his once again, second line in the show yeah
0: and once again he's fighting something that you can't <laughs> fight that you can't fight he's yeah. tried to fight a screen yeah. and he's, he's tried, tried to, to
1: shoot a- the view screen at one point <laughs> in the first episode <laughs> right which he would have to know
2: Orf. is a bad idea Ugh. Worf is handled so poorly in the first season yeah like, he wants to fight like there's like i think there's a youtube video where it just takes all of the moments where warf makes a suggestion and a shot down yeah, because every, every episode, it's just Worf going like, "I want to do this," and they're like, "No, Worf, <laughs> can't do that." He's like, "If there's battle, I want to do it." And like, yeah. No, no, Worf, yeah, not doing it.
1: So the Guardian guy restores power to the Enterprise, and everyone is immediately fine. Yeah. Right. Everyone that was dying of hypothermia yeah. is immediately restored. It
0: takes hours for it to go away. It takes seconds for it all to come back. Right.
1: <laughs> so, uh, the you know the. Ferengi guys are, like, doing their squirmy dances around, <laughs> like, yeah, they also did this. Boo. They hate money. And the They're Guardian's really just not listening kids. to them. He shakes Riker's hand and just, like, walks off. And we just don't see him again. And <laughs> the uh, Riker and the away team, they come back. Uh, oh, there, there's actually a conversation that they have where the Guardian's like, you know, I can just kill all these guys if you want me to. And Riker's like, hmm no, nah, maybe they'll learn something. And the guy's like, well, they got weapons, and they are really, really suck, so they're probably going to try to kill you at some point. And he's just like, "Nah, I'm sure this won't ever come up. They're probably going to be fine. <laughs> and they go back to the ship. Uh, and they all have this conversation. Like,
2: uh, You know, Riker's not wrong.
1: No. No,
0: really.
2: They never... It's actually a, much of it's a, a perfect
1: <laughs> response, though, because he's just like they're not really worth it. He's like, they're beneath my content. Yeah. It's yeah. like,
0: do you see this one guy who's squirming around like a little right. inner kid? Like, he's like... Which again is so weird that they were set up to be the right. main right. bad guy. And they're just... They're incompetent.
2: Yeah. Competent. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're even wearing the traditional bad guy furs. Yeah.
1: Kind of yeah. The <laughs> switch, right? They're incompetent but right. not intimidating at all. Yeah. Like, it, like, I can see these guys as like interesting characters that show up to fuck things up every now and then Yeah, which yeah. they become which, and they're what, great or yeah.
0: you have or if you need like a special part or something mm-hmm. they're the tradesmen you go to to try to get uh, okay they, yeah. they're merchants and yep. they become amazing merchants yep. later in the series yeah. yeah and they actually force the federation to trade
1: goods and serve trade goods which yeah. is something that the federation never doesn't really do does. mm-hmm. yeah
0: because yeah. they're beyond money yeah yeah
1: well yeah. They, they end up going back to the ship and they get the the MacGuffin back, like whatever part, the energy converter, I think right. it was.
0: They never explain never explain what
1: this is or why they needed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they get it back, and then Riker's like, "I'm gonna send them a box of Chinese finger traps." <laughs> yeah, that'll show them. And they all laugh about it, and they just move on, <laughs> and it ends.
0: Yep, and they're gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ugh. Wasn't that a fun episode? I mean, it was fun. It was fun, but it wasn't great, right? Uh, uh So, Chris. At this point in the show, mm-hmm. we like to rate every episode. Right. Uh, we say set to kill, means mm-hmm. phenomenal, loved it. Uh, set to stun means it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good, has a couple flaws, but pretty good. And then there is leave it in the holster, which means never watch this again. You wouldn't recommend it to a friend. We can just skip it completely. Okay. Uh, uh, do you want to go first,
1: Pat? Yeah, you know what? This is a solid set to stun. Mm. It had its flaws. You know, I think we listed them that the Frankie are not convincing villains but they were fun to watch. It got a little too much for me. Uh, And there's just like little details, like why did they have the laser whips? You know, it kind of took a long time to get to the surface of the planet. And then the guardian was, I think that part was poorly done, but you know, it was kind of cool. They introduced this new, alien species that is super weird and it was there were legitimately funny parts yeah it could have used a couple edits maybe take out some of the discussions about flags in there <laughs> uh and it would have been fine but yeah it was set to stun oh, yeah. cool uh chris you want to
2: go yeah uh i agree i think it's a set to stun in that i i yeah i i feel like of a lot of the season one episodes especially this is one of the better ones it's not the best one uh I think the uh, I think there's some other ones that are way better, but like as far as like setting up for all of the elements that make Star Trek like Star Trek, it has all of it it has the ship like everyone almost dying on the ship, a weird away team mission they meet some weird alien race they deal with something sort of supernatural and they fix the problem in the last second and then they make a couple jokes yeah like it has all the elements that every Star Trek series like these are the episodes that you need to fill out the season more so than like heavy Borg stuff or like right, any, right. like the crazy arcs or anything like that. You need like episodes where they just get to a planet, deal with a the thing. They have an adventure. Have an adventure. Yeah, and Monster of the week kind yeah, of thing.
0: And it, and it works. I think it works. So for me, this was, I'm going to agree with you guys, so yeah. just to let you know, but this was almost set to kill. It has all <laughs> the elements that I love about mm-hmm. a Star Trek episode yeah. to your point. It had an interesting uh, new alien. It had um, some nice little quips between um, uh, people in the crew. It, it was just a really well-done episode, getting rid of the noodle whips and that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, But then the ending is... Pointless. Right. The ending, they just kind of like wrap it up, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. we're out of here now." Uh, there was a magical guy on the planet yeah. who was sucking up your right, power. Right. Yeah. You're, and and it was, now there's this
1: empire that stretched over uh, trillions of people. They they said, and it was super important, and we had never heard of it, but yeah. uh, it probably won't come up again. Right. <laughs> we'll just email this to the Federation. Maybe they want to do something with it.
0: And at that point, it's set to stun because it's right. like, get us out of this adventure in an interesting way, please. Right. Which so. I feel like is a common common theme of star
2: trek in general where they're basically just uh tourists of crazy stuff you know well right and With- that's
0: we were talking about gene roddenberry's impact and how he at the beginning of this series said there'd be no conflict between people of the crew right which kind of makes it hard for character development between them so when you get the glimmers of them like the beverly crusher um will uh or uh, beverly crusher and john luke picard stuff like it's right. really works right now because there's nothing, nothing else, else to compare it yeah, to. Yeah, like when you have that one moment where yeah. she
2: touches his face like before the after they don't die. Right. Yeah, calls yeah. him Jean-Luc instead of, you know, it's Captain, like Captain Captain yeah. Picard, yeah.
0: So you get you get those glimmers but otherwise all it is is an adventure like each episode. Right. That's why season 1 is pretty forgettable because they wrap up so tightly at the end right. as well. Uh, again, as we get more into it and this is what people love about Deep Space 9, is that you never it, like it's an ongoing story, right? Uh, which was hard to do in this time period though, because it wasn't like Breaking Bad where you could do a cliffhanger at the end and then just watch the very next episode, right? right. It just wasn't a thing anyone you, expected. You want to be able to get into the episode and get out pretty quickly, yeah. Neatly. And that's something I really, really like about Star Trek is I can sit down and watch one episode and watch a story, right? Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to watch
2: six episodes to yeah. Yeah, if you try to watch the on.
0: Walking Dead, you can't just watch one episode <laughs> yeah. of the Walking Dead. Right. It's, a, it's you wouldn't understand what's going on at all. Right. So. Right. Well, uh, Chris, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, so I, I don't really do much
2: anything anymore aside from like production and producing for Nerdlogs. Uh, so check out all of the Nerdlogs family podcasts, like Your Stories, which is a storytelling podcast, MBSing with Mary Beth Smith. Uh, and Talking Games with Tim, Clayton, and uh, Kellen. Uh, there's three of them now. <laughs> so, uh, uh, all those podcasts can be found on nerdlogs.com. Part of the Chicago podcast co-op. co-op yeah, yeah, videos, yeah, we're so all part of the co-op. Check
0: those out. Hey, something I really want to talk about is Fisticuffs. Can mm-hmm. we talk about Fisticuffs? Yeah,
2: so that's a game that we made. It's pretty dumb. Uh, we Dumb? It's dope. Yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> we kickstarted it, uh, and we just are now getting to the point where we can sell it so uh, we're pretty excited about it. Yeah, well, uh,
0: you taught me how to play. Yeah, uh, and uh, now I've played it with my family several yeah. times. My family, we we play games together. Like we have d and D adventure going on, and we like to play games. Nice. We're just that kind of family. And uh, we play fisticuffs together, and uh, it was really really fun. It's, it's a, a fun good time. game, it's very to play. easy to figure out card game. Yeah, yeah and it does a really great job of balancing skill and luck. Yeah, which is important.
2: It's a little Uno meets Hunger Games, is what we like to say. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so it's a little bit of you know free for all. Um, yeah, we're really proud of it. It's our first game ever we made that we ever made. Uh, we're working on some other cool stuff along that lines because we found that we really enjoyed it. If so. you
0: ever need someone to test play, hey, I'm I'm hanging out. We'll
2: we'll be here for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll be here for sure. We're going on a we're going on a retreat uh, next weekend to kind of like talk about. We have two big. Uh, game things that we're working on. Oh wow, so one That's of them awesome. One of them's really big. Uh, we're, ex- we're really excited about. It's going to be sort of uh, RPG stuff, but oh neat, cool. influencing like with story stuff, like uh, improv added cool. into it, so people can kind of like make their own stories as they go. So
0: awesome, it's very cool. that sounds great. Yeah, Patrick, anything you want to talk about?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, write for Peaches and Hot Sauce. So subscribe to our YouTube channel, listen to our podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually have a hand in one of those things. (laughs) If not all of them. If not all of them. (laughs) Uh, Patrick, I think you are now officially on the most number of
0: podcasts. Cool. You're on this one.
1: Hell yeah. You're on
0: a podcast we're working on called Politicked Off. That Hell hasn't yeah, come dude. out yet.
1: Oh yeah, Politicked Off. Yeah. Me and Zach Mass talk about politics and have a guest on yeah, playing, uh, pretending to be someone from the news. Pretending? I Well, I mean, actually, uh, yeah, we talked to an Oregon standoff person <laughs> uh, <laughs> last week. We're going to be talking to a Donald Trump spokesman uh, hmm. n- next week. Oh, so boy. look out for that. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and then you can follow me at PatLikesToTweet because Facebook is for noobs, so
0: make sure to do that. Mm. Uh, go to com if you want to collaborate with us. That's where we're kind of figuring out, um, you know, how and what we're making right now. We're, we're still on that period of time where we're piloting a bunch of stuff and kind of figuring out what we want to do in the future. So if you go to com, you can help us figure that out if you want to be a part of it. Uh, peaches and hot sauce, all the normal things that I talk about. Um, I think that's it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you wanna say our, the catchphrase? Let's
1: see what's out there.
0: <laughs>
1: peaches. How p- sauce peaches. How p- sauce peaches. How p- sauce peaches. How p- sauce peaches. How sauce peaches.
0: How sauce your peaches.